Hello and welcome to the All About Valley podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Kale Financial and Strathclyde House Buyers. Kale Financial are proud supporters of local communities and specialise in helping you protect what matters most for your family, your lifestyle and even your income. They have the cards. Kale Financial are now offering free wills regardless of whether or not you need any other service. Go check them out on the website www.kale-financial.co.uk or check them out on Facebook, Twitter or even Instagram. Strathclyde House Buyers are a local property solutions company who specialise in helping people sell their property quickly with no fees. If you or anyone you know are looking for a fast, stress-free sale, check them out on their website www.strathclydehousebuyers.com on Facebook or on Instagram. Cool, we're on, we're on. Well, Scott, like I've 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 made jokes about how guests intimidate me sometimes when I've had fighters in that one, mate. <laughs> but honestly, mate, I'm sitting here like that, shaking. Don't, don't piss this guy off. <laughs> Start flopping tables. And stuff. <laughs> just take your hand and crush my face like that. I think I give a thrones or something. But it's honestly, it's it's such. See, actually, like how long does it take to get used to that sort of? When everyone sees you, it must be like a shock to the system. Just being that big. I, well, it's weird because obviously growing up do you know what i mean i've i've always been big do you know yeah, what i mean it's yeah, like yeah. in primary school and things like that i was always the tallest in my class and all the rest of it so to hear folk saying that it's it's weird do you know what i mean because i'm like what are you talking about I, this is just the norm do you know what i mean aye, to me aye, and yeah, folk yeah. are like oh what size are you and all right big man all that i'm like what are you talking about do you know what i mean uh, i'm just I'm just scott do you know what i mean yeah yeah so it's it's, it's, it's it's weird but then you need to take a wee step back and look and go right well it's not when you till you see photos mm. where you might be standing next to people and you think right well maybe i'm a wee bit bigger <laughs> do you know what i mean see, what's interesting about that is i feel like that's the same way i feel about being in the roof yeah even though it's totally a totally different thing like people people are always like oh what like they, they, they see it as a big deal aye. and then you're just like no i'm just it's I'm just, just the normal aye, it's just my normal aye, exactly. so it's like that's the way you put it, I'm like, that. exactly, I can totally relate to that, except I wish it was had your problem rather than my problem too bad. <laughs> but, you know, it's not bad. No, it's um, But no, like, I'm, listen, I'm really interested in, like, like intense training. I love going to the gym and just smashing yeah. it and, like, doing doing difficult things is, is, is something that I really enjoy because it makes me, I think it just makes you more chilled out. Yeah. And, like, but when I look at your kind of training with your kind of sport, it seems such such another level. I'm, I'm really curious as to what the actual routine is like for you. Well, I've been seeing your your videos, your ski rigs and stuff like that. That's, <laughs> that looks intense for me. Do you know what I mean? That's uh, too much like cardio. <laughs> but, uh, no, well, as I say, it's it's pretty. Now that I'm taking things a lot more seriously, mm -hmm. you know, I've, I've done this. I've, been doing this for about five six years now with the strong man yeah um and at first it was just a kind of it is still just a hobby but do you know what i mean i was just kind of you know doing whatever at the weekends yeah. you know having a drink and just kind of not really bothering but now obviously i'm focusing more and putting more into it do you know mm -hmm. what i mean that's the the training's obviously ramping up a bit now um i train maybe f i only train like four times a week um right. two hour sessions usually Three of them will be kind of more gym-based exercises where I'll do like your squats. Next day will be deadlifts, and then the other day will be some form of pressing. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. Whether it be shoulders or whatever. And then the fourth day will be like strongman spe specific. So <laughs> easy for me to say. Strongman specific events. You know, um, mm -hmm. whether it be your 
York, farmers' walks, out the stones, all these kind of things, you know. So it's pretty. A lot of the stuff I do is you can do it in any gym. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it, Just with ten times the weight. <laughs> well, it's leveling as well. You know, you think we're lifting heavy all the time, but it's it's not like that. Do you know yeah. what I mean? We pyramid up. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And we peak for competitions and stuff. So the start of my training block basically is not really different to MDL. So it's kind of moderate weights and then as the weeks pick up obviously the weights step up a wee bit because as you can appreciate you can't lift heavy every week do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. You would be knackered so. I, well I mean there's lifting heavy and there's doing strongman you know there's, a different, <laughs> there's different levels to this I guess. I, could, I um, know I could have picked an easier hobby do you know what I mean? <laughs> my, knees, my knees don't thank me for the the constant pounding that they yeah, get, do you know no, what I mean? Aye. With the, the strong man. Injuries must be a big part of it though. It is. Um well, touch touch any wood. <laughs> I've never had anything serious. I've had a, a bit of groin strain and stuff. Um but things like bicep tails and stuff like that are, mm-hmm. are rife in strongman, you know, and that's it's quite a bad one to get, you know, if you, yeah. you rupture your bicep. A lot of the stuff we do in strongman is very bicep mm-hmm. heavy, do you know what I mean? So there is many many injuries you know i've seen some crazy freak injuries um at all different competitions and things like that but luckily i've managed to <laughs> to avoid it for now so long may that continue I, hope i'm not doing you man ah, you know i'll know who to blame <laughs> <laughs> but what actually what was it that got you into anyway well i'm sure like everybody else you know you just watched world's strongest man every year at christmas time you know it's the kind of highlight of the Christmas time, you know, um, watching that in the telly. So I've always been interested in it. Um, and I used to actually, i done Muay Thai boxing um, years years ago. I was about 18, I was kind of 20. At the same time, I started kind of lifting weights and getting in the gym. And I got to a stage where I couldn't last around in the ring anymore because I was getting more muscular, putting yeah. on more size with the gym. So I had to kind of make a decision. Do I keep lifting weights or do I focus on the Thai boxing and, you know, kind of cardio side of things? So obviously the, the vanity and the, the gym bro in me won, do you know what I mean? And <laughs> uh, I decided to stick at the weights. Um, and then I was just doing that for a few years. Um, and then my fiance Maisie got me tickets one day to go and watch Scotland's Strongest Man. Um, it was mm-hmm. one of your kind of first dates. Um, we went along. Um, and there was a kind of half-time crowd challenge thing. It was like a wee 60 kilo log for reps. So I went and done that for a laugh. I won it. Um, and then I was like, do you know what? I'm going to give this a go. Um, mm-hmm. And then I just found somewhere to train it. And the following year, I entered Scotland's Strongest Man and qualified for the final my first time. So I've never looked back since. You know, that was kind of six years ago now, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, it's been... It's been a, a crazy six years, you know what I mean? When I think about it and I say six years, it feels as if I've been doing it forever, but it's it's been over pretty quickly, you know what yeah, I mean? It's been yeah. a, a quick six years. So I, that's that's kind of how I started. It's, it's amazing how things can just come together like that, you know, with the right time. Aye. Well, that's it. As you say, it was, it was just a mixture of different things, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I, would, I would never have bothered trying it, do you know what I mean? And then obviously I went and watched that show and then... I, f- I found a, a local guy, uh, Martin Lennox, actually owns Hostile Strength in Motherwell, that's where I train now. Um, he had some stuff out in his back garden. Um, it was like Atlas Stones, some hanging. It was just 
like basic basic stuff you know and that's mm -hmm. try to find them they were kind of any strong man kit back 2014 that yeah, was, it was hard to come by you know nobody had it was really a kind of niche sport you know mm -hmm. so um aye so I, I managed to find somebody with some kit to train on um and then that's just kind of took it for there kind of fell in love with it and the rest is history as they say <laughs> nice man so, so it's really grown in the past six years you've been it's, doing it aye it's massive it's, it's really starting to come into the mainstream now yeah um and then you've obviously got guys like our very own Tom Stoltman, winning the, uh -huh. the world's strongest man, you Amazing, know, man. flying the flag for Scotland. Um, so it's only going to grow. You know what I mean? It's been getting bigger and bigger gradually. But these last two or three years, it's really, it's kind of come more. I think YouTube's been a lot to do with it, with yeah. the, the strong men and stuff doing their YouTube channels. People watching that, it's kind of made it a lot more accessible to everybody. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think everybody somewhere's got a wee interest in it do you know what i mean yeah. deep down well there's there's something fascinating about it like it's it's right. everybody likes going to the gym and knows it's good to be healthy and that but there's a there's a thing that's fascinating about the idea that somebody can go to that next the extreme level of really just going all in and, going for it. and you can see is that what's made you so like watching the growth of it did you you were talking about how you've went from kind of doing it as a hobby to now really going, I'm going to, I'm going to go further on this. Aye. Is, is seeing the growth of it and seeing somebody like Tom, the thing that kind of makes you go, I'm going to see if I can really make this everything it can be. I would think it kind of, the thing that done it for me basically was, maybe about three years into it by this point, um, and I just kind of plateaued, you know what I mean? I was, felt like I was training all the time. And I wasn't really getting where I wanted to be in competitions and stuff like that, you know. Mm -hmm. like I, I wasn't getting the results and stuff. Um, and I thought, obviously, with the, doing the training and stuff and doing events days at the weekend and stuff, I was missing a lot of time with my family at the weekends and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, if I'm going to sacrifice this much family time and stuff like that, I was like, I better give it a right good go, do you know what I mean? And actually have something to show for it, do you know what I mean? Instead of just missing weekends here and there, everywhere. And looking back in a couple of years' time and going, I've missed all that. But at least, you know, I was like, no, this is it. So I got a nutritionist, I got a, a coach, so that I knew I was actually, I was eating the right stuff. Every training session was counting, do you know what I mean? I was yeah. focusing on the, the big goal, you know? So as, that was a couple of years ago. Um, and as I say, my, my progression has just been getting up and up ever since then, you know? Um, it's... So the, the the hard work's starting to pay off now, you know. So you've kind of zoned in on the prep of it all. Like, yeah, I think that's a big part of it. Is people just think you go into the gym and you have weights and that's it. But you're, you need the nutritionist, the coach to make the sessions count and that's. Aye, well, that's it. You can you can spend as long as you want. You can spend all day in the gym, and then you go away and have a kebab and a bottle of wine and a couple of beers. You know what I mean? And yeah. then it's you're not going to get anywhere. You're just going to start for square one on mm -hmm. Monday again. Do you know what I mean? And that was the kind of the trap I had fell into. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. I was training, doing well, Monday to Friday. Then at the weekend, I'd get pissed and <laughs> do you know what I mean? Eat kebabs Aye. and don't don't get me wrong, I can still have I still enjoy a kebab and a beer every now and then, but mm -hmm. it's it's things in moderation, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's being consistent, do you know what I mean? Eating consistently, training consistently, getting consistent rest and recovery and things like that. So mm -hmm. really focusing on the kind of things is has really helped, you know. It just shows you that it kind of needs to be a whole lifestyle thing, like an everyday type of thing, not because actually when you think about how 
because you're talking about like the things you eat and stuff like that i think people have this idea that because you're so big and you need to be so big that you can just eat whatever you want Aye. and run off well that's the that's the kind of the the bad habit i fell in yeah, in the yeah. start i was like oh it doesn't matter as long as i'm getting five thousand calories doesn't matter if i'm eating mcdonald's mm. takeaways you know what i mean it's like i just need to eat but it doesn't work like that unfortunately and <laughs> i learned that the hard way um you know what i mean it has to be the good quality proteins the good quality carbs you know the right kind of carbs fats and stuff like that so it just took a while um to, to find of, the right balance yeah i didn't realize that do you know what i mean yeah. get that that mindset you know because we're talking about prep and stuff but you actually did a competition recently like kind of off the cuff it was you didn't have much time to prepare for it and finished really well what what is that kind of like when you're when you've a uh, last minute opportunity come up and you're maybe not you've maybe haven't fully prepped for it but you've just went for it well, what had happened with that obviously it was the uk's strongest man there i'd done the qualifier for it um a couple of months previous and i'd put a lot of pressure on myself um to qualify and it was the top three guys that qualified and it, i missed out by one point you know what i mean i finished fourth by one point in the qualifier and it. it was a hard one to take but it just shows you again how you know how strong the scottish field is mm -hmm. athletes in mm -hmm. scotland you know just keeping better and better every year so i'd missed out by a point you know and i was obviously gutted and whatever and i hadn't performed as well as i had hoped and i think that was all down to putting a lot of pressure on myself and a lot of expectation but then a couple of weeks before uk's they decided to give a wild card spot this year Right. Um, and basically they judged it on all the qualifiers who was the closest runner up um, and luckily because I'd only missed out by a point and it was so close you know I get the I get the vote um, to be the wild card so as I say as you said no long to prepare for it so you must have been buzzing though to be like actually back in you know I was buzzing I absolutely and I think that actually helped me you know the last a wee bit, I was already, I was ready anyway, if mm -hmm. you know what I mean, I was still keep myself in the gym, keep myself ticking over, but I think not having that time to put a lot of pressure on myself and get in as the undercard, eh, that, sorry, the wild card, I should say, um, helped me because it was the kind of underdog mentality, nobody was really expecting much, do you know what I mean? So I, I, I was like, I'll go in here and I'm just going to enjoy it, I'm going mm -hmm. to get my all and just see what happens and that's that's what i done i went and enjoyed myself um and for the first time in a competition for years you know what i mean i loved every minute of it and it was the best i'd performed do you know what i mean so i think it's just trying to not put too much pressure on yourself yeah, do you know psychological what I, mean? thing. I, I think that's that was a massive difference um and it's just gave me a lot of confidence now to kick on and you know it's proved to me to myself that i can compete with the best you know because i finished fifth overall yeah at 16 but i was a point and a half away for second place that's how tight it was it seems like the field in scotland right now is really i mean i've never seen it like it where we seem to be one of the dominant countries in it there i well it's starting to starting to go that way um obviously for the first time ever in the uk's final three out of the eight finalists were scotsman do you know what i mean mm -hmm. um that's never happened before we were the the predominant nation you know there was three scotsmen there was two english two irish and a welshman in the final that's not the start of a joke but, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, i so you know what i mean that was the that's how the final lined up so 
for to be a kind of right. relatively small nation and to have the the most representation exactly. in the final, it just shows. I mean, really who sport. needs football, man? We've got strong men. That's, well, that's it. that exactly. That's, that's, I mean, because why do you think that actually is? Though, what is it that we are doing differently than we've done before that makes us so good at this? I don't know. Um, it's probably it just helps the fact that you know the athletes are getting more opportunities now. Mm, do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's more facilities to train at, whereas years ago it was a total underground sport. Do you know what I mean? It was. Mm -hmm. Maybe somebody knew somebody that, you know what I mean, 10 mile down the road that had maybe an Atlas stone or something, do you know what I mean? Now you can go to pretty much most gyms and there's some form of strongman kit in the gyms, so it's become more accessible to, to train the events, yeah. you know, which is, it's helped. Just um, got the word out more, like there's more I, things about it. It's getting more popular and obviously more people are trying it, do you know what I mean? And yeah. realising here. I'm pretty good at this. Do you know and now I mean? that now that Tom that Tom's went out and won that the whole thing, it's like Aye, it's, that that must have been a buzz for you to see. Oh, it was great. Obviously, looking Tom are good friends of mine as well, mm -hmm. and just to see, you know, him flying the flag for Scotland, you know, couldn't have happened to a better guy. You know, it was obviously he's got massive support for Luke as well, um, and just it was brilliant, brilliant to see because look, Tom and Luke have always been the kind of They've been yeah. the, the pinnacle in Scotland, you know what I mean? They've always been the guys we've looked up to and been like, right, we need to get to that level, you know? Um, and for them to go out and, on the world stage and fly the flag for Scotland and do us all proud, it was it was brilliant to see, you know? What is it that, like, see, because you all obviously work really hard and have really good work ethic with it all, and you're thinking, well, what is it that separates first foot? Because I find it fascinating when you look at sports where... You know, everyone everyone could do it, mm -hmm. really. But like, you get certain guys that are able to break away and be the top guy, like Michael Phelps is swimming, for example. Like Aye. everyone can swim, but he's able to win all these gold medals. Aye. What do you think separates the guys at the top from the other guys? Well, I don't think there's one key thing. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think it's, it's a lot of factors. Like we spoke about getting the. Well, the basics, right? You know what yeah. I mean? Your food, you know what I mean? Your sleep, your training, right? Just getting all the day-to-day -day things right. And then ultimately, ultimately, I think it just comes down to having all that plus having the heart and the desire, you know, having the want. But some folk have probably have got all the ability in the world, but if they don't want it, do you know what I mean? If they've not got that fire inside them, the drive, they'll just never bother to, to do it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. I think it's, it's a... It's a perfect storm of all the things, I think. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. Having everything consistently, having everything in the place, and just having the kind of, the fire, do you know what I mean? The yeah. heart to go and do it. Because so. you're seeing, like, I feel like you're seeing now that, you know, a lot of strong men are actually becoming celebrities, almost. Like Aye. Eddie Hall is like, he's been doing it for so long, and, and now you're seeing him, like, he's having a boxing match with uh, the, the Thor guy. Thor, like, I know. What would you make of that? Do you know what? It's, from a business point of view, it's a great, it's a great thing. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. like, the amount of money they're going to make will be set up for life. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. Eddie, and that's always been a really smart businessman. Do you know what I mean? I, I read his book and things like that, and he's just been, he's really savvy with how to make money and stuff like that. You know, so he's he's playing the game. Do you know what I mean? And fair play to him. Personally, from a point of view, I think it's just it's not really needed do you know what I mean yeah. it's a bit of a circus but 
then that's that's the whole part of it, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Folk will tune in, they'll pay whatever and watch it, you know, so fair play to them, you know, there's not a massive amount of money in the sport and these guys have went on and made great careers through it, so good luck to them, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, because I, when you see, when I, when I heard that that was happening, I'm thinking that would be, like you say, it's just a circus, but you're uh, seeing that everywhere now, it's all uh, about the viewership and... Yeah, maybe they'll know that, dude, <laughs> fights and stuff, it's, it's just business, it's... Would you ever Business. do something like that? Like, ah, you, I'd get punched in the face half MD for <laughs> the, the kind of money they're on for like a million, do you know what I mean? I'd fight them all at the one time for, for some of that money, do you know oh, what I mean? I know, I know. But uh, aye, I, I don't know, I'll wait and see. If if I wasn't so stiff and unmobile, I would uh, throw my hat in the ring for a bit of wrestling as well, like everybody else seems oh, to be yeah. doing. Ah, the, the, but, <laughs> I can't even do a forward roll, so I don't think I've got any chance. <laughs> well, see, I mean, have you, have, you, have you ever seen Goldberg wrestle? You don't need to do much. Well, this is true, exactly. <laughs> just powerhouse them. That's what, they just want a guy that looks like you, you'd be perfect for that. Well, that's um, it. I, I can stand there and just powerbomb folk through tables and stuff, exactly. do you know what I mean? It's, that's, that's the old school sort of wrestling thing where it's like you just have a big guy that stands there and the other guy goes and gets... The ropes and all that bumps off of them and stuff. <laughs> so, I mean, they did a hard work. <laughs> exactly. I mean, Andre the Giant could barely move. He was aye. like, I think I could probably be better than him and he was just standing there most of the time. <laughs> well, this is true. Aye. You, use, you use what you've got to your advantage, I suppose. Aye, exactly. I mean, he was what, about seven foot, wasn't he? So, well, it's just, it's funny that you bring up wrestling because I always, always end up talking about that somehow in this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> well, it's funny, obviously, I've listened to a few of your podcasts mm -hmm. as well and it was just good nostalgia you know what i mean talking about all the back in the days you know what i mean i was like i i remember that as well my kind of era as well you know it was it was good to listen david to. blaze had some stories about that yeah? oh david's mental uh, he's a he's a good guy how do you how do you know david uh i knew i'd done a wee bit of work with david um years and years ago um and we just kind of kept in touch through social media and things like that ever since you know He's a good guy because he said he actually kind of set this up. He was like messaged me saying right. Scott would come on, and I was like brilliant. So ah, I messaged him. Uh, but um, I need to thank him. <laughs> Cheers, no, David. You, you two would make a good tag team, man. I can, I can be, I can be, you know, that guy that, that that's uh, next to Brock Lesnar. He just talks all the time. <laughs> you can just stand there like that and get get, get paid the money for it. Now. You can be like that guy used to come out with Undertaker and hold down. <laughs> What's <laughs> his name again? Paul Bellow, mate, that's his name. Ah, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> There's nothing I remember quicker than wrestling, Jugga. Do you know what I mean? Aye. Aye, I used to, I fell away from it, obviously, when I got a bit older, but back in the days, it was old, yeah. you know, Shawn Michaels and all that, all that kind of stuff. Triple H, Stone Cold, The Rock, you know. It's just, it's, it's funny because you may actually see a lot of strong men kind of go into that sort of area because of the fact that it's as it a look even all these years later they've, they've got a lot more like fast guys smaller guys and stuff but it's still the look i mean look at that have you seen that guy braun Strowman? Aye. he's like just a pure i think he i'm pretty sure he came from strongman i'm sure he did i some sort of weightlifting but i think it was strongman oh you're right but as you say it's i it's the it's the look that you know what I mean. It's that's what you want to see. You Aye. don't want to see wrestlers that you know what I mean Aye. just look like wee Steve down the road. <laughs> you know what I mean. It's in the pub, but you want big. Yeah, that that was always guys, it. You know? I mean, the thing is as well is like we still live in a world where the heavyweights will always draw the most. Aye, Un I mean? unfortunately. Well, I don't. I don't mean unfortunately, but it's just the the 
Aye. the reality. It's the truth. Do you know what I mean? Everybody wants to see the big guys and in, in any sport. You know, I I don't watch. I like boxing. Mm -hmm. I'll always watch a heavyweight boxing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Same way. No, I'm a massive fan of MMA, but I've all, I, I, I watch a lot of the heavyweight Gano. fights. Yeah, do you like, know what I mean? I mean? Look at that guy, Gano. He's Aye. he looks absolutely terrifying. Man. Exactly. I know. So it does. The, the heavyweights definitely do draw in the bigger crowds. You know, and well, I think it goes back to what you were saying about it's the the big freak show element. You yeah. Know what yeah. I mean? If you you want to see the the biggest guys, you know what I mean? But there seems to be like a lot more respect on it now as well. Like, see, I think back in the day it used to be like, oh, these guys are these guys are just big because of they're 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 taking stuff and all this. Aye. But but now people are able to see to YouTube and these platforms the graft and the you know the dedicated lifestyle to it and the way to do it healthy as well. Aye. Well, that's the that's always the that's been the age old thing for. You know what I mean? Yeah. Andy that's, you know, for the internet trolls and whatever, or he's just full of whatever, do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But they're the type of folk that are not willing to put in the work, they're not willing to put in the, the graph, yeah. do you know what I mean, to, to get there. So that's just their kind of way of justifying their yeah. own kind of laziness, do you know what I mean? <laughs> well, exactly. Like, I think there's there's definitely a lot of people that will be, that, 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 that there's a sort of resentment of, look at how hard these guys work yeah. and how, look how much work they put into it. I would never be able to do that kind of graft. Well, that's it, aye. It will always be, oh, it's just because he's taking whatever. It's no, or oh, that's because he's putting X amount of hours every day into the gym and eating yeah. this and, do you know what I mean? It's, the bits would never be praised, do you know what I mean? They would always just try and look for a, a negative and, you know what I mean? Try yeah, and say yeah. it's all because of that. Do you know what I mean? It's definitely not. Do you aye, know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's a lot to like. Aye. There's a lot of guys I know that could, could, well, not guys I know, but people that just take steroids and they're still, they're not, they're not, they're not, they're not they don't look anything like you anyway. Do you know what I mean? Well, that's it. Aye. It's, it's not going to do the work for you. Do you know what aye, I mean? Exactly, you you exactly. still need to do the work alongside it. So, aye, it's just a, it's an excuse that people tend to throw excuses, out there. Man. Do you know what I mean? But everybody's full of excuses, isn't it? Aye. Well, that's it. It's still good at making excuses. You know, it's. Slavering every walk of life, you know what I mean. You always yeah. have the guys that make the excuses, and you have the guys that actually go after it and get it done. Do you know what I mean? Well, that's it. I mean, I I've always thought that like doing doing difficult things and hard things is what makes you separate yourself from most people. Well, that's it. I because you know what I mean. You sometimes you need to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. As mm -hmm. cliche as that sounds, you know what I mean. It's like some folk don't want when they when they go and get stuff and whatever else. Folk don't want to do it do you yeah, know what I mean you yeah. don't want to get into the trenches do you know what I mean it's it, it definitely it separates well you're totally right people. you're totally right because I think actually stepping out the comfort zone it, it allows you to be less stressed and enjoy life more as well aye, definitely because yeah, that is that something that see like with what you do right I've always pointed out the fact that when I did like the the ski thing you were talking about when I was doing aye. the the 1000k challenge which I'm yeah. still recovering from <laughs> um the like I noticed a distinct level of not being stressed about anything. I'd, I'd come out it, mm -hmm. and it was like because it was so hard, your mind was so clear. You know, I tell you. Well, that's you know that's that's the massive thing. You know, that's the thing that got me and probably a lot of people hooked on working out and mm -hmm. got to the gym lifting weights. It's just that obviously the endorphins and that after it, you feel great. Do you know what I mean? You go in and you feel terrible and. Nine times out of ten, you'd have probably just turned around the car park and went home. You know what I mean? But if mm. you force yourself in, you'll come out feeling, do you know what I mean? A million dollars, you'll feel great. Exactly, and that's what it's all about. Do you know what I mean? That's how I think a lot of people have struggled. Um, struggled during the lockdowns and things with the gyms being shut because 
it's a massive part for mental health and things like that, you know, um, to get into that gym and have that released, you know what I mean? Because for some people that, that is their coping mechanism, yeah. uh -huh. you know, so to have that taken away, it's, it was, you know, it was really tough, really tough for a lot of people, you know, myself included. Was so. it difficult for you to adapt your training to that then? Yeah, it was kind of, it was kind of old school, I had to get some logs and stuff like that and bits of kit and I was training back out in the garden, I broke all sorts of slabs and stuff in the garden, <laughs> dropping weights and stuff on them, so I, it was kind of, I kind of stepped back to the kind of, the yeah. grassroots level, uh, you know, and yeah. back to how it started again, but it was all right in the first lockdown when it was a uh, beautiful sun and yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. But in the second one, when we're in the winter, it was wasn't as nice. Yeah. <laughs> that seems like I've seen it in a movie. You're just out in the out in the dark, like rain, lifting logs, from <laughs> <laughs> walking past, walking my dogs. Like who's this lunatic? Who's this guy doing? This guy's off his nut, mate. He must be. No. That's what it was like back in the day when uh, we used to hit the yokes and stuff. You still have to do them out in the street. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? So it'd be like, right, make sure there's no cars coming, right, up the street and with these yokes in your back and farmers' walks and stuff. Do you know what I mean? So the neighbours must have looked, used to look out the, the windows and think, who are these lunatics? Do you know what I mean? Because it was no matter the weather, rain and all that, they're still doing it. Do you know what I mean? So. Well, that's the thing is, there was a quote I seen somebody, like, I think it was Dave Chappelle, who said, like, no matter what happens, the sun always rises every, every morning or something like that. And it's Aye. like, well, Every, the days just keep going ah. and even for me like personally i've not really been doing particularly well the past couple of weeks but you but you start thinking about like how it's funny that you can just if you just keep doing the stuff regardless of how it's almost like doing it regardless of how you feel ah. and you just keep yeah because time doesn't stop for anyone you know this is that it's just trying to i know I, I, it's tough sometimes you know but it's just mm -hmm. reminding yourself you know there's you know better days will always come do you know yeah. what i mean as tough as it feels at the time you know you need to just push on you know and you will get there do you know what i mean i think i brought this as a bottle just to make myself feel better <laughs> i know well uh, i know that's it's like because i'm seeing i'm i thought i need to bring something big to the equation <laughs> so brought something small so it made your hands look even bigger i know i'm like honestly mate, i've done i've done what 45 of these now this will be 45 and i've never had a bottle this size and this is the time oh. where you come in and have a bottle this size I'm like, how, how could that not have been episode 55 Oh, I'm just joking. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I thought I'm you were like a I'm joking. So like a I knew I had to get a dig um, in somewhere. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. See, to be fair, I should. I I feel like I I talk about something too much on this. No, no. Obviously, you're listening to your other podcasts and stuff. You know, I've heard, aye. and that's it's brilliant. You know what I mean? That your season ticket season. Yeah, well, I'm stuff, I'm, you know? I'm 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 kind of trying to push it to put make more disability sports and get aye. like a wheelchair football team and stuff in it, and aye. hopefully. My dream is to play an old farm game and tear into them. Aye. Tear into you lot. That's it. That's you know what I mean? But uh, <laughs> aye. hopefully, oh. hopefully it's 55 for a while and not 36. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We'll see how we Ange does that. <laughs> but, I'm hoping Aberdeen does a favourite to be honest at this point. <laughs> so, so we'll see. We'll see. I uh, touching on that, but it's great how you, you're trying to get, you know, like wheelchair sports and stuff like yeah. that about. Cause one thing that I give Strongman credit for, it is massively inclusive for everything. Do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like any level, like beginners, newcomers, you know what I mean? All the way up, there's there's weight categories for the under 80s, 90s, under 105s, you know what I mean? There's all, all right, the women's yeah. categories as well. And there's also um, like 
disabled um, categories and stuff as well. So there's it's so inclusive. Do you know what I mean? Like no matter who you're, you can get a go. Do you know what I mean? And there will be events that you can do. Do you know what I mean? But that's exactly the kind of stuff I like to hear because I think there's not enough sports that are like that. Aye, and that's what it's it's funny. That's the first time I've actually thought of that because it is weird how the kind of niche, like unheard, like I don't mean unheard of, but less heard of sport mm-hmm. has such a variety and it's so inclusive for everybody whereas the mainstream stuff seem not to have the same kind of oh, well you think it should be the opposite way about do you yeah, know what i mean i mean that's it because we talked about like like the actual strongman stuff getting out there more with youtube and things like that and oh. that was one of my big things was realizing that there wasn't really any sort of platform or any sort of thing where we're getting the word out of this no Aye. you know um, and i think that it comes through just there's so many different disabilities but it's hard to because we're also, it's like different varieties. Aye. It's hard to get us all to come together to, to sort of fight the same battle. Aye, for categories and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah, it's, it's very true. So yeah. like, this is what, you know, hopefully we're getting the word out and we'll get a few more spots on the go. But maybe I should give the strong and stuff a go. Definitely, aye. Um, Definitely get some events on the go and get, get them I, a go. I, well, imagine, I don't know if I could play football with that. Like, so, <laughs> although, do you know, I can't I'm, too, I'm too muscly, I can't hear. <laughs> but see, to be fair, I'd probably take that. You've got big biceps there, being able to play football, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, see, it's funny because like, what you were saying earlier about, um, you know, you, you felt like you were kind of plateauing Aye. and stuff like that. I've kind of had that, the past week or so, I've been feeling a bit frustrated with stuff just because, I done like a thousand kilometers, which was a marathon a day for thirty days, mm-hmm. and I lost a lot of weight. But but it was like this realization that I'm not, you know, you you're not really working towards a specific. Cool. I, yeah, I, I've always been in like going, train hard, and eating like okay. I've never ate like mm-hmm. terribly, but I think a part of it is actually being in the chair of where a lot of people, you know, will burn calories and things just by walking about aye, aye. so when i'm not in the gym i'm not moving which means i'm not doing it really aye so you need to kind of almost aye. do a double yeah you know I mean? yeah to get the same output yeah and so it's like maybe that's so when you were when you were saying that i was like this is exactly how i'm feeling just now mm-hmm. so maybe i should get involved in something like it's just it's one of the ones as well but i know you need to think like what you're putting in as well uh-huh. so if you're not expending if you're not about that gym the, that day uh-huh. you're not expending a lot of energy you don't need a lot so it's just trying to suit your diet and think mm-hmm. about you know what i mean what your body needs for that day obviously when you're training you'll need a wee bit more food to fuel on your rest days you know what i mean you have a wee yeah. bit less and it's just having that understanding of no uh, you know what i mean you, you don't need to eat the same amount of stuff as what you're when, when you're not yeah. training it's it's almost trying to like use your body as like a, a car do you know what i mean you're yeah. feeling it do you know what i mean you're putting certain nutrients and stuff in to fuel it for a certain job do you know what i mean um it's just trying to get into that mindset as well because i'm like a, i'm not like a binger but if i have a competition in like eight weeks that's fine i can train for the eight weeks mm-hmm. and then i need to relax it a wee bit for like i'll still eat consistently but I'll have maybe a wee few more takeaways and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. After the competition for a couple of weeks, it will relax a bit. I couldn't go full 100%. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. 12 months of the year. Do you know what I mean? That would Nobody me can. Nuts. Really, no. I, mean, I mean, people will say they can, but I think you need to reset sometimes. Nah, you need to um, just have a wee kind of step back, do you know what I mean? And enjoy some of the yeah. things. You, don't, you should never feel as if I can't have that because you can have that. You just... 
move other things about yeah. to accommodate that if that makes sense well, I think I think it comes back to like a lot of people maybe including myself with this I can be harsh on themselves in the sense of like if you're not doing it all the time properly then it's you feel it's guilty about point, it you know because um, even just doing like doing the challenge the th- I think the thing I struggled with it was I was burning so many cars every day mm-hmm. so it got to the point where I was just being able to go home and just kind of if you're burning like like three thousand cars or something a day, you can just you know I'm not I wasn't as worried about it. I'd just be waiting some stuff and feel fine. Mm-hmm. But I think when I came out of it, and it was like you weren't doing that every day, and you and still try to eat the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you're like maybe I should stop having like pasta, like you know, Aye. giant bowls of pasta every day. Aye, like, exactly. <laughs> Somebody doesn't need that. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's but, what it is. But it's like my, it's I I wasn't um, entirely used to that sort of way of thinking because it was just new to me but as, as you were talking about it, it just made me think about how um basically what i'm saying is you you've you made me kind of wake up with it a bit, hopefully well that's it you can still as you say you're having your big bowls of pasta Aye. to fuel yourself because you're having the workouts right yeah but doesn't mean the next day you can't have your pasta mm-hmm. just have a, a bit less have half the portion do you know what i mean so you're still enjoying it but you don't need as many carbs and stuff like that. you don't need as much fuel because you're no training do you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's just it's which it's took a lot for me to get to this stage of way of thinking towards yeah. food and things like that as well. So I need to get you, you need to hook me up with this, mate. <laughs> like, I get yeah. it sorted. Because that's the thing, mate. I know that, like, um, I do have a good sort of work ethic with things. Like, I know that I'll work hard with it, but I just right. get, I think, I don't think I'm very similar to what you said. Just, I, I, uh, I'm very meat-headed that way. Like, I think if I just work really hard, it'll be enough for me. Aye. It's just getting the right kind of guidance. Aye, exactly, exactly. But you were talking about how the sport is very inclusive and things like that, right? Mm. Have you ever, so, so see in terms of like seeing people in wheelchairs doing it, is that something that, is that something you've seen much of? Is that is Aye. that like a regular thing? There's stuff on, like you can check online and things like that as well. Um, it's more, I've seen that a lot. I see it the the Arnold Classic mm-hmm. in America. Yeah. There's actually a big division that's for like, the disabled strongman things like that. You've got different categories. Like I'd be lying if I say it's like M1, M2, M3, and it'll be for different like, yeah. disabilities. You know what I mean? Maybe somebody's got one leg or somebody's got one arm or something like that. Or else you'll have something separate for the wheelchair stuff. So it's, yeah. it's massive over there. And especially like in the States and America and things like that. It's really really big um, but i think see with how well we're doing that might be something that's it's good to highlight here because uh-huh. you might start seeing more people in wheelchairs and more people with different disabilities come into because off the top of my head i can't really think yet in scotland but i've seen a few things down south you know there's been a few things in england um and one of the guys he's, his name escapes me um forgive me for that but he pulled like a whatever the world record deadlift for that and it was just like doing like a he was sitting on the bench mm-hmm. if you know what i mean and then he went down and lifted it up that way all right do you know what i mean so things like that you would be able to do do you know what i mean there's you would be able to deadlift do you know what i mean believe it or not mate there's, i'm i'm buzzing off this man this is the start of my you know what i mean sit you on the bench and you'd be able to lift it underneath <laughs> yeah. the bench and stuff uh-huh. so it's it's all about thinking about ways around things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's not a case of you can't do anything. You can do it. You just Aye. need to find another way to do it. Do you know what well, I mean? Well, that's it, mate. It's all about ability. <laughs> exactly, mate. But the, the, 
it's really interesting because you, you're talking about how it's it's about adapting things and figuring out what works and what doesn't. Mm-hmm. But a lot of sports don't do that, which is you know so. Ah, you just get a set way and uh-huh. that's that's it. Do you know what I mean? And that's why it's it's good to see something be so inclusive, like you say. Uh-huh. And that, that's thing with strongman as well. It's sort of just keep my head as well there with the so the way they do the Atlas stones as well. They'll have like a like an oil drum there mm-hmm. and an oil drum there, and you'll basically lift the Atlas stone from right. there to your lap and then up onto the next one and then you'll move on to the next do you know what I mean the weights will go up mm-hmm. so it's that's a, a great way to do it do you know what I mean yeah. for for things like that but um, sorry I, I forgot what you no, said no, no 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 it's like that it's just um, not, it's not something I necessarily realised was, was so up to date with that aye and you start going if, if something that intense is so up to date why are we so far behind in the listening that's something that niche and there's, there's not a lot of money in the sport uh-huh. do you know what I mean everything's kind of funded by yourself and things like that aye for so and for something that kind of yeah it's not mainstream shall we say aye you know what I mean there's absolutely no way well I mean it would be mainstream now that Tom's won that I'm sure aye well hopefully that'll it'll be massive now do aye. you know what I mean I think it'll, it'll only do good, good things in Scotland especially as well for you know youngsters wanting to get involved in weightlifting and all the rest of it because you hear a lot of people saying oh it's, it's unsafe it's unsafe for youngsters to lift weights and that it's not do you know what I mean it's not but if you're shown safely how to do it yeah do you know what I mean as long as you're being guided by somebody that's qualified and supervised by somebody that's qualified to lift properly yeah. then it's a great thing, do you know what I mean, for mm. youngsters to get into, do you know what I mean? Well, it's, it's definitely not the worst thing, do you know what I mean? It's, it's, Aye. I think it teaches you a lot about discipline and, and, and work ethic, which is mm-hmm. a big part of what sets you up for life in general, not just sport. Exactly. I Even now you get things like boxing and stuff like that. I've done a wee bit of boxing too when I was younger and that, things like that are massive, do you know what mm-hmm. I mean, for yeah. teaching you, you know, good good life skills and stuff ah, like exactly. that as well. Do you know what I mean? It's, it does, it sets you up for life. Um, with work, work ethic and things like that as well and being disciplined and all the rest of it. So, no, but I, I think we're strong, man, as well. When you're talking about it, there's, you're talking about the set ways. There's no set way to do anything in strong, man. Do you know what I mean? There's a kind of recommended way and there's a way that a lot of people mm-hmm. do it, but a lot of the events, you're just basically working it out as you go, do you know yeah. what I mean? Like some events you've never let, that was the, it was a car roll at UK's Strongest Man, you know what I mean? It's, it's not something that I, I do very often, do you know what I mean? I don't tend to yeah. go and roll cars too much, so <laughs> things like that you just kind of figure out on the spot, do you know what I mean? And you, you adapt mid-event, mid-competition mm. and you work out ways to do it, pick up tips for other people and watch how other people's doing it and yeah, it's, it's, it's all about adapting, yeah. you know? They're not your general day-to-day things, are they? Aye, aye, it's no kind of things you can just go into the gym and <laughs> pick up, you know? But see, like, doing all these challenges, like, what one have you found particularly the hardest in your experience? Well, for a, a personal point of view, my overhead press was always my weakest event. Um, that's something that I really struggled with to find good progression in. But things like deadlift and stuff came quite naturally to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've over the last couple of years it's something I've been working really hard on um, and it has it's been progressing progressing really well so as it's good it's, it's a good feeling to see something that you've been putting the graft in starting to come to come to fruition yeah, you know yeah. in competitions yeah. and 
instead of bombing out and getting no reps and no points in that event, you're you're mixing it up, do you know what I mean, and getting points. So I think that was a massive difference, you know, for, for previous years, yeah, you know. Yeah. I wasn't playing catch-up. We're losing so many points in one event. I've been more consistent through all the events, you know. So, because people might think that you just have to have one really good event, and that's but you, the more you go into it, you realise that actually consistently getting points is key to doing well in it. Definitely, because I don't have really one event where I can say I'm yeah. shoulders above MD. I'm kind of, I'm just average. Do you know what I mean? Mm. On everything. Aye. So, but average consistency is aye. is is. How you build things up as well. well like that's you. it. I, I instead I got been up and down with scoring points and stuff. You know, I, I'm kind of consistent, and that's. I just need to get that final wee push to improve mm -hmm. the yeah the yeah. certain things you know, and it will be consistent plus a couple of event wins and stuff, and then that could be the difference. You know what I mean? Do you do you think what would happen now if you box now? Would it just be would you just be gassed out? That would be terrible. <laughs> I. I don't think I'd be able to hold, hold my hands up to my face any longer than about 30 seconds, you know, with the, with the lactic acid and stuff. No, it, would be, it would be horrendous. Is there any cardio in it at all? It's it's more, it's conditioning as uh -huh. opposed to cardio. Yeah. Um, we're picking things up like 140 kilo sandbags, you know, 300 kilo frames and stuff. I'm kegs, thinking about it, man. And literally running maybe... 10 20 meters you know so in in strongman you'll get events that last 60 or 75 seconds so it's about putting that hard work in a short space of time if that yeah. makes sense so it's mm -hmm. more like going absolutely balls out for 60 seconds 75 seconds and then resting do you know what i mean it's mm -hmm. no it's no about mere being cardio for a longer yeah, period of yeah. time if that makes sense well, you're training for what you're having to like that it's, it's the explosiveness of it I guess. Aye, it's just wee short short bursts are going absolutely flat out and then you're maybe waiting an hour before you do your next event in competitions, you know? What What's the longevity like in terms of, is there a point where you're like, right, I need to kind of wind down from this? Well, I think a lot of it to do is how, how you approach it. If you're mm. smart with your training, smart with your rehab, smart with all your supplements, you know, and just looking after your, your body, then you know, it's, you can go on as long as you want to. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, obviously, we're working full time and training really hard. I'm starting to feel, you know, the aches and pains yeah. and whatever, you know, but it's all about trying to minimise that, keep on top of my mobility, my rehab work, you know, getting physio regularly. And as long as you maintain things, like, I think there's a lot more, there's a lot more awareness and a lot more, you know, yeah. out there to educate people on how to, warm up properly and you know how to look after yourself a lot more whereas back in the days it was just lift you, heavy i just you literally just walk in and yeah. lift heavy and then go away again and that's it um so i, I think that's developing along yeah. with the sport as the sport develops the rehab the recovery and everything else is just you know following and that's through. probably a big reason why you're seeing the quality of step up and more people are watching it because mm. it's more you know, designed to be aye. for peak performance. Hundred percent. I folk are doing separate, uh, different things to get that extra five percent. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's how close it is now. Do you know what I mean? You're seeing so many competitions that are literally separated by fractions of a second, or one point here, two points there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas. 
back in the day, you'd maybe get one guy that would run away with it for like 10 points and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And now it's just so, so close, you know, because everybody's up in their game. Well, because you were actually, we were talking about before we started the um, look, it was second in the event that Tom was in. The final it, event, yeah, yeah. Going yeah. into it and, it and it ends up finishing seventh just aye. because it's so close together. Well, that's, I. it was massively close and it just shows you one wee small mistake can cost you massive because you know like, that was like me at UK's I was basically if I won the last event I would have finished in third place right mm-hmm. I finished second in the last event one guy beat me by a matter of seconds and instead of finishing third I finished fifth do you know what I mean so yeah. and then when I finished fifth there was still only a point and a half that separated fifth place in second place so that's how tight it was, you know what I mean? It literally came down to seconds in the final event for being podium, do you know what I mean? So uh, when you say like if, to somebody, oh, I came fifth, it doesn't sound, you know, they think, oh, fifth, do you know <laughs> what I mean? That's yeah. at mid-table, do you know what I mean? But then it's fifth, but a point and a half away for second. I you don't that. appreciate how actually close it was, do you know what I mean? It's all fine margins, you know? It's just such a fierce competitive environment. Like, it, is. I, it oh. must be as well. Like, see when you realise you've missed out just by that short distance, you, it must make you train harder as well. When you go back, you're like that. Ah. It did die. I was gutted at first. Uh-huh. I'm not gonna lie. I was absolutely gutted. Let's like, not that, but see, see two weeks before when I get the wild card spot, right? See if somebody had said to me, "You'll finish fifth in the final," mm. I would have been absolutely over the moon. Do you know what I mean? I would have been. I'd a bit the hand off him for it. But see to be that close to the podium and miss out. Mm-hmm. It'd have been easier to take if I was maybe five points behind or something. Go, oh, I was miles away. Yeah. But see for it literally to come down to the last event and just be seconds away, it was pretty hard to take. But once the disappointment kind of settled down, I, I thought to myself, you know what? I've mixed it with the best. Do you know what I mean? I and I'm no far away. Do you know what I mean? So I know now what I need to go and do, what I need to work on. You know that you're you're there, like you're in about it, and you just get a couple. Of, like, see what you were talking about earlier. How going into the event you did recently, uh, there was less pressure because you had less time to almost think about it. Mm-hmm. Do you think that like sports psychology and things like that could come into it in a more heavy role? Is well, that present the now, or is that a new thing? It's something it? I've personally never tried, but I know we're talking to people that look and stuff like that. They've been using sports mm-hmm. psychologists and things like that, and. It's maybe the one piece of the puzzle that I've not tried yet. Mm-hmm. So maybe something I might. Have, well, it's just because know. when it's when it when it is that close, you know that you look at all these different areas. Mm-hmm. Especially now, when I look at, for example, um, I'm taking this for I'm taking this for Paul's podcast, but the <laughs> the the guy Paul, Paul Craig in UFC, aye, aye, aye. Um, a lot of his, you know, he was on like a kind of a losing streak for a while, and then he. And now he's on fire. Aye. But a lot of the difference was he apparently got he got in like a sports psychologist and all these things. And so when I, when you hear you talking about the fine margins of this, Aye. you start going maybe things like that. Oh, but makes what just kind of make the small differences. Aye, I think it would, it would really help. I think and when you're in preparation and you're in the build up to a competition mm-hmm. and maybe you're having as we're talking about you're having the bad days, you're having the bad weeks, things aren't feeling right. It would be good maybe. It would be good to speak to somebody and just yeah. you know get that mindset changed and you know. Focus. Well, there's a thought, but any uh, 
strongman and including yourself like a sports psychologist maybe I ah, yeah, sports psychologist there, 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 there's, <laughs> me, there's me talking as if I know exactly and I'm talking to him like oh, it's, <laughs> it, yeah, it makes a lot of sense mate and that could that could be the as you said everybody's trying everything they're getting to get that extra wee 5% or 3% better you know what I mean mm-hmm. the nutrition recovery so maybe you know obviously the mind's a massive part do you know what I mean yeah. um, so that, that's that's a great point. Do you know what I mean? That's definitely something to look into. And see, so talking about all this stuff about how it's improved in terms of mobility and things like that. Like thinking about young people coming into this, yep. would that be the best advice to give them? Is to look at every area of it, not just the the part of going in and lifting heavy. Hundred percent. Yeah, it would be the full setup. It would be how mm. you start your workout, how you prepare for your workout, how you warm up. Do you know what I mean? And then obviously the stretching and stuff at the end to keep yourself mobile, you know, yeah. and allow your body to recover and for the next session. So I think obviously with the more education that's out there now and available, um, it is, it's, it's definitely something that must be, you know what I mean, just bread yeah. and butter. But it's, it's not like the old gym bro days. I remember some of the guys, the older guys in the gym that I used to look up to and it used to be just like, hey, bang 20s on a side every set right that's till you get to your working set and that was you warmed up do you know what i mean there was no warm up there was no stretching no foam rolling yeah you know what i mean there was nothing so body must be like a step as a board man it's 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 the knees that's starting to kill me mate but uh as i say it's when i go and see my physio or if i've i know if i've been neglecting it do you know what i mean because i start to get aches and pains and stuff yeah. you know what i mean but if i keep on top of it it's night and day with how better it feels, you know. So it's just trying to keep. keep so how much time in your like workouts have I spent on that side of things? Well, I'll probably be about half an hour at the start of my workout doing my kind of warm up routine. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? My mobility stuff like that, and then also like going through I go through every routine where I just do whatever muscles that I'll be training that day. You try and get them firing, yeah. Um, so to speak, try and get them engaged and things like that. So I about half an hour. And I'll be about two hours actually doing my my workout. If you know what I mean, so you're probably about two and a half hours. Because I think a lot of people when they, when they hear warm, they think a couple of stretches, five minutes, Aye. good to go. That's it. Let's get going on the treadmill or on the road <laughs> machine or something Aye. for five minutes. You know, and that's it. But it's it's definitely not. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's just it's obviously there's so much that goes into your warm ups and things like that. You know, and it's it's obviously different for what other people you know what I mean I wouldn't warm up the same way as like a bodybuilder or a power lifter or an Olympic lifter would, would exactly. warm up you know so it's just about learning having a wee bit of knowledge and kind of you know adapting it to your sport yeah. you know so looking at how this is going like I've loved talking about all these things but what is your is your is your main goal now but in your head well when I started Strongman my goal was to get to a UK strongest man, not even get to the final, just to be there. Do you know what I mean? I used to watch it in Channel Five and think, right, that's my, that's my world's strongest man. If that makes mm-hmm. sense, that'll yeah. be my. If I can appear on that, you know what I mean? Get on the telly, like get my mum, my gran, and that to see me on the telly, that'll be me happy. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But now that I've done that, and I done that like three years ago, you know, your goals change a wee bit. You know what I mean? And yeah. You shift up, and you go look well. I've made it there. Let's try and do a wee bit better. So then obviously now I've made I've been fifth. So short term, 
I want a podium, you know what I mean, at UK yeah. is that, it's the kind of short-term goal. Um, and then over the next three, two, three years, try and get up to the, the kind of world stage, you know, and try and see how see how I mix it with the, with the big boys, you know what I mean? Well, sky's the limit, mate. Well, that's it. That's definitely the way I, the way I, I've been starting to look at things, you know. The more you realise that you can do it, and the more you can just, you, you know, that's, that's well, the detail. That's true to say. You only put limitations on yourself, you know what I mean? Exactly. So, no, I look forward to just working hard and just seeing where the next couple of years take me, you know. Well, listen, this has been a pleasure, and uh, I hope you for watching it for what you do next. Oh, thanks very much for having me. It's, it's an honour to be on. Anytime, and I appreciate you saying that, mate. Cheers, man. Cheers. Thanks.